The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel.
Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Because of this, God, your God, anointed you with the oil of gladness above your companions. And you at the beginning, O Lord, laid the foundations of the earth. The heavens are the work of your hands. They themselves will pass away. But you remain continually. And they will all become old as a garment. And as a mantle, you will roll them up and they will be changed. But you are the same. Your your years will not come to an end. Now to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand until I have put down your enemies as a footstool of your feet? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth for service because of the ones being about to inherit salvation? That's Hebrews, the first chapter. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I want to read also for you a portion of Colossians found in the first chapter. Today is a day of prayer at Pilgrim's Progress. This is your hour. I welcome you to call and pray. Dial right now, 877 877- Five three four zero seven eight zero. That's eight seven seven five three four zero seven eight zero. And join live on air. Pray for the church. Pray for our nation. We are in a desperate, desperate place as a nation today. Our president has gone full dictator. We are seeing America come to a full crisis that could result in civil war. The president of the United States is not a king. He is not a dictator. He is held accountable by the Constitution and by the courts. But if the courts don't do their job, the governors are not going to submit to this illegal action, this power grab. We're in trouble, people. It's time to pray for the church and for our nation. 877-534-0780. 
534-0780. You're welcome to call now. In the book of Colossians, I'll begin with verse 13. He who delivered us out from the authority of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of the Son of his love, in whom we have the redemption by means of his blood, the removal or the forgiveness of the sins. Who is the image of the invisible God, firstborn in reference to all creation. For by him all things were created, the things in the heavens and the things on earth, the things visible and the things invisible, whether thrones or lordships, whether rulers or authorities. All things have been created by him and for him. But he himself is before all things. And all things have been held together by him. And he himself is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn out from among the dead, so that he himself may be holding first place in everything For in him all the fullness was considered good to dwell, and by him to completely reconcile all things to himself, having made peace by means of the blood of his cross through himself, whether the things on the earth or things in the heavens. And you having been formerly alienated and enemies in attitude by the evil works, but now he completely reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and without reproach before him. If indeed you continue in the faith, having been established and firm and not being moved away from the hope of the gospel. Let's pray. I speak your name, Jesus. King of kings and Lord of lords, I speak your name, Jesus, over every person who will listen to this broadcast. And I ask that as I speak your name, Jesus, over each who listens, that you will break every bondage of their hearts, that you will break the fear, the depression, the addiction to wickedness. I ask that you would break in the name of Jesus every spirit power of darkness coming against my brothers and my sisters. I ask that you would break by the mighty name, your name, Jesus. I ask that you would break the wickedness of our president. I ask that you would break the wickedness of our legislative branch. I ask that you would break the wickedness of the judicial branch. I ask that righteousness would rain down from heaven upon America. I ask that revived men and women would rise up in repentance and reformation. I ask, Almighty God, 
I ask the name of Jesus. Full of power, full of authority, by which healing flows. I ask, Lord, that you would come today. We have come to pray in the name of Jesus. The name that is above all names. The name that is glorious and mighty and powerful. Lord, I call upon the name of Jesus to break the bondages, to set the captives free, to heal the sick, to restore the blind and the deaf and the dumb. All of my confidence, all of my trust, is in the mighty name of Jesus. I praise you. I worship you. I honor you, Jesus, above all. You've brought peace and joy into my heart. You've given me such favor in the Spirit. Oh, I worship you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love to speak your name. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's something about that name. I worship you, Jesus. Be glorified today in this broadcast. Send forth your Holy Spirit now in the name of Jesus. Let miracles be done today in the hearts and lives of every person listening. Go forth, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, with healing, with restoration, with peace and joy and life. Rebuke now, I rebuke now, in the name of Jesus, the powers of darkness that would steal the peace from God's people. Thank you, Lord. I pray in your mighty name. Amen. This is a prayer meeting. You're welcome to pray. I'll pray the whole time if you don't. Or I'll read scripture the whole time. Because my heart is full of Jesus. Call right now. 877-534-0780. You know, there's something I must warn you of. Yes, I'm concerned about what's happening in America. But that's not my primary concern. My primary concern is those of you who listen. And the American church. Some of you who listen are pagans. Or you're Muslims or you're Hindus. I want you to know the peace and joy of Jesus. But there is a deception that is so evil. There are those who would come and say to us, we are coming into a great time of deliverance and revival and the glory of God is going to come and we're going to live in his love and his peace and his joy. 
there's a part that's missing. You know, you can speak truth and still lie. What do I mean? Before the love of Jesus, before the glory of Jesus, before the presence of Jesus will come into his church, there's going to have to be a great time of soul-searching. It's going to have to be a great time of repentance. There's going to have to be a time of laying aside the world and the flesh and the devil and a time of great crying out to God over our wickedness. Don't tell me that Jesus has unconditional love. If he did, he would not have a hell. If Jesus had unconditional love, then heaven would be hell. Because the same wicked people would be in heaven. The same rebellion would be again brought forth into the very courts of heaven. That's not going to happen. Holiness is never spoken of in the New Testament in the future tense. It is always the present tense. You must come to a place now in Jesus where your sins are forgiven. And that's going to take a great deal of soul searching on your part. And it's going to mean you're going to have to get very serious and stop this casual religion business. I'm heartbroken as I speak with people who call themselves Christians, who are laid back and casual about Jesus. How can you be casual about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? How can you be casual about he who was on that cross spread high and wide, naked before the world, whipped and beaten? How can you be casual about this man? I can't be casual about Jesus. And I can't be casual about any rebellion or sin or wickedness. As I send to one person this morning, you're going to have to undergo a very serious attitudinal change. Your attitude is rotten. You're casual. You're laid back. You're the victim. Are you kidding me? No, you're not a victim. It's time for you to rise up and repent of your sin and have the bondages broken and to be set free by the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The name of Jesus healed that crippled man when Peter said to him, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give to you. Rise up and walk. It was the name of Jesus that brought healing to that man. It's the name of Jesus that will bring healing to your heart. Now's a good time to start praying and repenting. You're welcome to do that on air. It'll be a wonderful example for others to follow. To cry out for mercy with Jesus. Almighty God. I come today recognizing that 
yea, even in my heart, I reach a place sometimes where I don't want to go any further. It's too frightening. A place where I just want to rest. But Lord, this morning, you took me all the way. And you said, I must die to those desires. Righteous desires, but I must die to them. I must submit to your will, not to my will. So, Lord, I chose to die. And peace flooded my heart. Fear was gone. Anxiety was removed. And I gave everything into your hand this morning. Lord, I want to live in that peace. I want to walk in that peace. Where I have nothing in my heart that I'm anxious about because I've rolled it all over to you, Jesus. I have no fear in my heart because I've confessed it before you and given it to you. And you've filled my heart with courage and hope and confidence. Lord, I love you. I'm not going to walk in the world with the world. I'm going to walk in the world under the banner of Jesus Christ and his banner over me is love. Lord, come now, please. Come now, please. Move in the hearts of your people to pray. Lord, many are not in a place where they have the fire in their belly to pray because they've been playing with wickedness. They've been casual before you. They've been watching the television. They've been imbibing in the, in the entertainment of the world. They're cold in their heart toward you or they're lukewarm. Lord, right now, would you, would you change their hearts? Lord, their life right now is in your hand, and if you choose, they would fall into hell. In their casual lukewarmness, you said, I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth. Lord, please don't vomit your church out in America, but please change your people's hearts. Change your church, almighty God, and cause it to fall on its face and begin to weep and repent, to wail, to moan, to groan before your throne, to be washed and cleansed, to be restored. Lord, this lukewarm coldness has to be removed from your church in America. Lord, we've had an intellectual piety, but no real piety, no real giving of ourselves into your hand. We've just given you our demands. Oh, Lord, forgive us. Forgive your church. I pray in your mighty name. Amen. Well, Mr. Producer, do we have any calls coming in? 
Okay, the lines are all wide open. And this is your turn. This is your turn to pray. I've been preaching my heart out to you all week. Have your thoughts been changed? Has your heart been touched? Have you been quickened this week by the Holy Spirit? Are you caught in fear and depression? Uh, Mr. Producer? Hello, Mr. Producer. I'm getting uh, messages on the live chat uh, that they call in, but the phone doesn't ring. I don't know what you can do. They're also saying they called in, but you couldn't hear them. Uh, could you... Would you all call again? And Lisa, would you try dialing it again? Technical problems. Remember, Satan is the Lord of the air. I speak the name of Jesus against every demonic power that would try to block our prayer time. By the name of Jesus, leave now. Lord, thank you. Lord, would you clear the phone lines? Thank you, Lord. I'm wondering, Brother Ed, if you're listening, would you call Waver right now and just make sure that you can get through? You don't need to go on the line and pray unless you want to, but would you call and let me know what result you get uh, on the live chat? It's 877-534-0780. And we have several lines, so the line can't, or should not be busy. We have at least four lines coming in. So please, uh, Brother Ed, would you make that call now and get back to me? I want to read a brief portion from Romans, the sixth chapter. Romans, the sixth chapter. And I, I urge you to read the Romans 6 chapter every day. I read it every day, several times every day. I'm going to begin with verse 6. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, so that the body of sin may be destroyed... Now, there are several words in the Greek that can be used for repressing or pushing down. It's not the word that's used. The word that's used in the Greek is literally to utterly destroy. Mr. Producer, I'm still getting word that when people are calling in, the line is busy. 
and it was fine. Yep, Brother Ed just called and got through. Okay, good. Please keep trying, Lisa and Kayla and others who are trying to get in. I need you to to join in this concert of prayer. Knowing this, that our old body of sin might be destroyed, that we are not hereafter to serve sin. For the one having died has been freed from sin. But if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised out from among dead men, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For in that he died, he died with reference to sin once and for all. But in that he lives, he lives with respect to God. So also you must think yourselves. Now notice that. You must think yourselves. You must Think yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, (coughs) but living for God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore sin must not reign in your mortal body to obey it in the lust of it. You must not yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness to the sin. But once and for all, yield yourselves to God as living out from among spiritually dead men and yield your members as instruments of righteousness for God. For sin will not rule over you because you are not under law but under grace. What then? Shall we sin even once hereafter because we're not under the law but under grace? Certainly not. Lord, your church in America is under the condemnation of sin, of casualness, of lukewarmness. Lord, your church does not admit to its sin. And so people come and they're lukewarm. They watch and they listen to the show. They enjoy the entertainment. They come to the concerts. They pay their money. But they're really pagans spray-painted with Jesus, pretending to be Christians. Lord, this has to change. I'm asking Jesus by your precious name. I'm speaking the name of Jesus to the American church, and I'm saying, enough, repent, stop sinning, confess your sin. It's enough. It's over. The God of heaven will no longer tolerate the lukewarm church of America. He is about to spit you out of his mouth and cast you down. Judgments are already flowing upon this land. Until sin is bitter in your heart and in your mouth, Jesus will not be sweet. 
Lord, I'm asking. Would you have every man and woman listening to this broadcast and the American church, would you have it cast down its sin and let it be bitter in the mouth? And Jesus, would you rise up and would you be sweet in the mouth of every person listening today? Almighty God, we need you today, Jesus. Lord, would you break this resistance, this evil resistance in the heart of those who call themselves Christians, this pride that says, I must maintain my dignity. I must maintain my standing. I must maintain my pretense. Lord, break it in the name of Jesus. I speak the name of Jesus over every person listening to this broadcast. And I ask that every addiction, every resistance of Jesus, I ask that the pride of the intellectual piety the pretense. I ask that it be destroyed in the name of Jesus, that it be cast out with tears and with repentance. Almighty God, you are a holy God, and without holiness no man will see you. Lord, haven't we finally come to a place of wickedness among your people that must be stopped, that must be arrested, that must be cast out, Jesus? I speak the mighty name of Jesus over you as you listen today. I bind that spirit of indifference i bind that spirit of casualness i bind that spirit of of pride and arrogance in the name of jesus i cast it out i speak the name of jesus over your heart over your family i speak the name of jesus over your family over your finances, over your household, your home. I speak the name of Jesus over your bodies, that the healing power of Jesus would flow. I speak the name of Jesus over your business, over your work, that the name of Jesus would be honored and glorified in your work. I speak the name of Jesus over your mind. I rebuke confusion. I rebuke pride. I rebuke insanity. In the name of Jesus, I speak healing 
to you, body, soul, and spirit, in the name of Jesus. I speak repentance now, and restoration, and reformation to the American church in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, shine forth in your glory. Shine forth in your brilliance, Jesus. Pierce every dark heart. Pierce every dark mind in the name of Jesus. Let it be so now, my Lord. Let it be so now. O Lord. Remove all fear from our hearts. For the drumbeat of the world grows louder and the persecution draws closer. Lord, break now. The hardness of heart and the fear. I know that you are my food. You are my shelter. You are my transportation. You are my heartbeat. Jesus, you are everything to me. You are my salvation. You are my king. You are my Lord. You are the lover of my soul. You are a jealous God. I rejoice that you are a jealous God because that tells me that you love me and that I'm wanted and that I have identity. I am somebody in you, Jesus. Lord, come close. Thank you, Lord. We just have a few in this broadcast, and we've had no one get through yet to pray. Several have tried and have not been able to, but Brother Ed was able to call in, and the phone lines were wide open. So the phone number is 877 534 0780 Would you pray? Would you break through the resistance of your heart? The pride of your heart? Would you break through and pray? I know you will receive a great blessing by praying. And that if you don't pray, you will cheat yourself out of a great opportunity to be blessed by the Lord. 877-534-0780 Almighty God, 
I lift up before you my brothers and my sisters. Many who have been deceived by the wickedness of the American church as they've been taught that they're saved even while they're walking in wickedness. But the fruit of their life shows that they are not saved, that they're still walking in their sin. Lord, come. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. We have a caller. Welcome. Please pray. Hi, um, to whoever is listening, um, there's someone named Sean McGlone. Um, just please pray for his safe return. He is missing. We don't know if he's dead or alive, and we're all really concerned about him. Um, it's highly suspect he was drinking or using drugs, and I'm just asking, just please keep this man in prayer, just to Please call out to God that he would contact us, that he would show up one way or another. Um, so if, so anyone, just um, please just pray for him, and thank you. Lord, I lift up Sean. He has a very serious choice, either life or death. He's extremely talented, but he is consumed by alcohol and drugs. As I've spoken to him and confronted him with the gospel, he has said he wants to live, but his actions say he wants to die. I ask, Lord, that you would rescue him right now. In whatever place he's at, I speak the name of Jesus over you, Sean. And in the name of Jesus, there is deliverance from every bondage. There is deliverance from alcohol and drugs and all manner of wickedness. Jesus, would you rescue this man now? I pray in your holy name. Amen. We still have time for you to pray. The phone number is 877-534-0780. This is a very, very serious time. Lord, I ask that you would remove or convert President Biden. I ask that you would remove his entire administration and cast them out of office. Or I ask that in your mercy you would convert them to righteousness. For Lord, they are the consummate totality of evil coming upon America. I ask that there would not be violence in this nation but I ask that this wickedness would be rebuked by you, Jesus. I ask that this nation would be set free from this wicked administration who has demonstrated 
utter compromise and utter wickedness. Lord, I don't mean to be political, but I mean to call sin by sin's right name. And Nancy Pelosi and Mr. Schumer and others have walked in utter disregard of our Constitution. I'm asking that you would rebuke them in the name of Jesus Christ. And I pray for America today to be revived and established in another great revival awakening. Lord, I know that cannot happen until your church begins to repent. I know this administration will not be replaced if your church does not repent. So, Lord, I come with love and compassion and mercy in my heart toward Mr. Biden. But I ask that you look at what he has done to this nation and his cohorts. And I ask that you judge them in righteousness. For you said, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I'm asking for your vengeance upon the administration that is currently in power in Washington. I ask that you would expose their wickedness and bring them down. I ask that the Constitution of America would be upheld, that the Bill of Rights would be upheld. Lord, I rebuke the wicked archives that have put statements around the Constitution, warning that there are things in this Constitution that are evil. Lord, I see this dark cloud, this pitch darkness, beginning to come over America and destroy our nation from Antifa and all the other insurrectionists Lord, I'm fearful for your church and for your and for your nation. And I'm asking now that your vengeance would come upon those who would destroy the Constitution and the bylaws, who would destroy freedom of speech and the right to bear arms. I ask that you would come and rebuke those who would murder our babies, who would claim that it's our right to murder babies in the mama's womb or when they're born. Lord, we're living in such an ugly, ugly time. Lord, Would you come with your judgment? Lord, many today in your church have heard a false gospel that's no gospel at all. And it's leading them into more and more wickedness. And it will lead them into the pit of hell on that great judgment day. 
I'm asking, would you open the eyes of your people? Could they see the reality of their true condition before a holy and righteous God? Would you set on fire the pastors of the churches of America and give them finally a backbone to preach the full gospel? Lord, would you deal with the Methodist Church and the Episcopal Church and the Anglican Church and the Church of Christ and and all the other churches that are walking in such deception? Lord Jesus, I've unveiled my heart today and I speak the name of Jesus with boldness over these wicked people and these wicked things. I rebuke them in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the church in America in the name of Jesus Christ. And I say, repent and turn from your false teachings and get right with Jesus. I know, Lord, what I've said today is extremely offensive to some. Lord, I forgive them. I forgive them for their judgment and their harsh words against this word. I ask for your mercy, Jesus. I ask for your compassion for your people. We are stiff-necked, hard-hearted people caught up in the wickedness of this world. Lord, come quickly now and deliver your people. Well, you've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. You can write to me at the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. Again, that address, National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. You're welcome also to go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. You're welcome to to listen to this broadcast again. It will be posted by our dear brother, Ed. I thank you for listening today. I'm deeply grieved by a lack of prayer, but I understand it. I understand the resistance. I understand how my words sound very strange They're not the kind of words you're used to hearing a pastor speak. I understand that. I'm not asking for your approval. I'm asking for your repentance. I'm asking you to turn from your wickedness and from your cold-heartedness and from your casualness, from your entertainment. I'm asking you, in the name of Jesus, to repent.
to get right with Jesus. Now is the time. If ever there was a time to get right with Jesus in America, now is the time. I want to assure you of my love. I'm not judging you. I love you. But I must come and speak in a very forthright way to you. It's time to turn, America. It's time to turn, American church. It's time to resign, Mr. Biden, and all of your staff, and all of your administration. In the name of Jesus, be gone. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you. Of his glory.